Today is the 17th of March, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say welcome and thank you and that each episode follows a really simple pattern of a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along, some time to think, some time to reflect as well. Before we start, don't forget, if you want to follow the script, you can download the script. There's a link in our show notes. Just click the link. You'll be able to download a PDF. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, then we have a Give, Send, Go page. Again, the link is in our show notes. And if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, then head to rayborrett.co.uk. And we always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's not break the habit of a lifetime, shall we? Let's pray. Father, you call us to be your disciples. You call us to demonstrate your love for your world. So help us to live lives that place the focus on you rather than on ourselves. We ask you for your forgiveness for those times when our words and behaviours have taken that focus off you and have done nothing but highlighted our sinfulness and our pride. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. Amen. Romans 6.15 What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? By no means. I don't know about you, but I really struggle sometimes with a worldview that says we have the freedom to do whatever we want, so we're going to do it. It's nearly always followed by the proviso so long as it doesn't hurt someone else. But the reality is, we are not free to do what we want, when we want, even if we have the desire to do whatever takes our fancy, particularly in this time of crisis. I believe that Paul's words to the Romans are a timely reminder that simply because we live in a free, liberal world, whatever that means, that doesn't mean that we can do what we please. It does, however, serve as a reminder to those followers of Jesus that we are no longer slaves to sin, whether that be our baser instincts or actual sins that we commit. And in that same way, we have a choice. We can live our lives purely for ourselves, or we can choose to live lives that glorify God and build up our communities. You know, yesterday I talked about fear and how God has not given us a spirit of fear. And several times I've talked about us as Christians being countercultural. To use the language of the New Testament, we are called to be not of the world. Restraint is not the same as legalism. The two cannot be equated to each other. Restraint is showing that we have matured in our faith and that we are committed to walking the path that Jesus did. And that path was to bring glory to God. So in this time of crisis, let's do exactly that. Let's live lives that bring glory to God and build up our communities. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we read about how Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray. We'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, in a world of fear and doubt and confusion, your word speaks truth, peace and hope. Fathers, we hear the words of your Son who came to give us peace, truth and hope. Embed those seeds into our hearts this morning. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, and today we're reading from Luke 11. He was praying in a certain place, and when he'd finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John also taught his disciples. He said to them, Whenever you pray, say, Father, your name be honoured as holy, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive our sins for we also forgive everyone in debt to us. Do not bring us into temptation. He also said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend, and goes to him at midnight and says to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I don't have anything to offer him. But he will answer from inside and say, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I have gone to bed. I can't get up to give you anything. I tell you, even though he won't get up and give you anything because he is his friend, yet because of his friend's persistence he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, keep asking and it will be given to you. Keep searching and you will find. Keep knocking and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who also asks receives, and the one who searches finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you, if a son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Now he was driving out a demon that was mute. When the demon came out, the man who had been mute spoke, and the crowds were amazed. But some said, He drives out demons by Beelzebel the ruler of the demons. And others, as a test, were demanding of him a sign from heaven. Knowing their thoughts, he told them, Every kingdom divided against itself is headed for destruction, and a house divided against itself falls. If Satan is also divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say, I drive out demons by Beelzebul. And if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, who is it your sons drive them out by? For this reason, they will be your judges. If I drive out demons by the finger of God, then the kingdom of God has come to you. When a strong man fully armed guards his estate, his possessions are secure. But when one stronger than he attacks and overpowers him, he takes from him all his weapons he trusted in and divides up his plunder. Anyone who is not with me is against me, and anyone who does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit comes out of a man, it roams through waterless places looking for rest, and not finding rest, it then says, I'll go back to my house where I came from. And returning it finds the house swept and put in order, then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and settle down there. As a result, that man's last condition is worse than the first. As he was saying these things, a woman from the crowd raised her voice and said to him, The womb that bore you and the one that nursed you is blessed. 
He said, even more, those who hear the word of God and keep it are blessed. As the crowd was increasing, he began saying, This generation is an evil generation. It demands a sign. But no sign will be given it except the sign of Judah. For just as Jonah became a sign to the people of Israel, so also the Son of Man will be to this generation. The Queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And look, something greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at Jonah's proclamation. And look, something greater than Jonah is here. No one lights a lamp and puts it in the cellar or under a basket, but on a lampstand so that those who come in may see its light. Your eye is the lamp of the body. When your eye is good, your whole body is also full of light. But when it is bad, your body is also full of darkness. Take care then that the light in you is not darkness. If therefore your whole body is full of light, with no part of it in darkness, it will be entirely illuminated as when a lamp shines its light on you. As he was speaking, a Pharisee asked him to dine with him. He went in and reclined at the table. When the Pharisee saw this, he was amazed that he did not perform the ritual washing before dinner. But the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and evil. Fools! Didn't he who made the outside make the inside also? But give from what is within to the poor, and then everything is clean for you. But woe to you, Pharisees! You give a tenth of mint, rue, and every kind of herb, and you bypass justice and love for God. These things you should have done without neglecting the others. Woe to you, Pharisees! You love the front seat in the synagogues and greeting in the marketplaces. Woe to you! You are like unmarked graves. The people who walk over them don't know it. One of the teachers of the law answered him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us too. Then he said, Woe also to you, experts in the law. You load people with burdens that are hard to carry, yet you yourselves don't touch these burdens with one of your fingers. Woe to you! You build monuments to the prophets, and your fathers killed them. Therefore you are witnesses that you approve the deeds of your fathers, for they killed them, and you build their monuments. Because of this the wisdom of God said, I will send them prophets and apostles, and some of them they will kill and persecute. So this generation will be held responsible for the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, this generation will be held responsible. Woe to you experts in the law! You have taken away the key of knowledge. You didn't go in yourselves, and you hinted those who were going in. When he left there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to oppose him fiercely and to cross-examine him about many things. They were lying in wait for him to trap him in something he'd said. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after the music, we're going to say our prayers for Ben and for the day.
before we pray. Just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. Check the show notes for all the contact details. The links are there. Click the links. It'll take you to wherever you need to go. We're going to pray for Ben today. There's some interesting things happening with Ben today. There is a possibility that this week that Ben will be released on bail. Um, I've been in contact with Ben's lawyer. I've also been in contact with a pastor of the Czech Republic who is hopefully, God willing, going to serve as an advocate for Ben and as a guarantor, which means there's a good chance that Ben will be released from prison into the hands of the care of the English-speaking United Methodist Church in Prague. Let's pray quickly, shall we? Father, this week there are big things happening for Ben. There are big decisions that are going to be made. Lord, today we pray that as lawyers and pastors meet, that they will be able to strike some sort of guarantee that would ensure that Ben is released from prison. We know it's not the ultimate goal, Lord, and the ultimate goal is to bring Ben home. But loving God, we ask today that as Lenka and Mark meet, Father, that there would be a conversation and that a miracle would happen. And that after nearly five months, Ben would be released from prison into the community just for the rest of his time of the Czech Republic. Lord, we ask that your spirit would move and we ask for a miracle today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray, shall we? As we offer up our prayers for today. And our prayers for today are for those who have all been affected by the COVID-19 outbreak. For those who are sick and those who care for them, that they might be restored to health and receive all they need this day. Gracious God, receive our prayer. For those who have died and those who mourn, that they may know consolation. Gracious God, receive our prayers. For those and all who work in hospitals and medical care, that they might be sustained with energy for their work and might have all that they need for good patient care. Gracious God, receive our prayer. For public health experts, for scientists and bioengineers who are working to understand the virus and to find treatment and prevention, that they might have insight and success. Gracious God, receive our prayer. For the World Health Organization, for government officials, that policies and practice might be wise and effective. Gracious God, receive our prayer. For those in quarantine, that their spirits might be sustained. And for those separated from people they love by the circumstances of this illness. Gracious God, receive our prayers. For those who are afraid, that they might know peace. Gracious God, receive our prayer. For those who are being harassed or persecuted as racism is expressed around this illness, that they might be protected. Gracious God, receive our prayers. For those whose sin of racism clouds their eyes, minds and hearts, that they might repent and love their neighbour. Gracious God, receive our prayer. Gracious God, receive our prayers, those made with these words, and those made in the murmurs of our hearts. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. 
we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Thank you.